what you're trying to create here is consistency. And so it's the showing up that's the consistency and how you show up. You want to keep that part consistent in terms of your intention and the quality of your content, but how you deliver that, it's your podcast. You get to be flexible about it. You get to play with it. And sometimes you'll try something and it will be amazeballs and you'll be like, I'm doing that again. And other times you'll do something that you thought was going to be incredible. And it's like crickets. Those are actual crickets in my office. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Lead, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today on the podcast, we have Lisa Zaratni. Lisa has been on the podcast several times before. I'm so excited to have her back on, as I always say, but I love Lisa so much. She has so much insight. She's been podcasting for a few years, and we've been working together during that time. So we have a lot of back and forth and almost co-host style when we talk about podcasting, and I just love being able to give you guys that perspective. Now, Lisa actually went into quite a bit of a rebrand this year, but not really like a full rebrand. She did more of a soft rebrand of both her podcast and her brand, really honing in and getting more clarity around her show, her business, and even the colors that she wanted for her brand. Lisa has so much insight. She's been in business for quite some time now, so I feel like you'll get a great perspective from this episode. All right, join me in welcoming Lisa Zarani back to the show. Hello, Lisa. Welcome back. I'm sorry, not sorry, guys, but we have Lisa back on the podcast. <laughs> she has had two previous episodes. We'll make sure to link those in the show notes, as well as the bonus episode that we did about just like stop stressing about your podcast and do what works for you and like all that energy. But today we're going to be talking about, well, let's first introduce Lisa. If you guys are new here and you're like, wait, Who's Lisa? What is happening? Lisa, tell everybody who you are, what you do, and about your podcast. Hi. Thank you, Alicia. Uh, So I'm Lisa, and I'm vying for (laughs) co-host of Listeners to Leads. Uh, No, I'm Lisa, and I am (laughs) the founder of Positively Productive Systems, the host of the Positively Living podcast that has been produced since day one by Alicia and her amazing team, and I would never have it any other way. And I'm also a productivity and accountability coach, specifically for multi-passionates, those of you who love doing the podcast and the coaching and the seven other businesses, plus like 10 other ideas you have in the pocket. And my thing is, let's create space for what matters so that you can do what you love without burning out. That's what I'm all about. I love that so much. It's so important too, I think, especially I'm a multi-passionate. I don't always classify myself as that because I found something that I love, which is podcasting. But even before that, in like trying to find what business was going to work for me and what 
avenue of like working online was going to work. It's so important to have someone to support you in making those decisions, especially for someone who struggles with like making decisions (laughs) and moving forward with them while also touching into those fun things that we like to do. Today, we're going to be talking specifically about your rebrand of your cover art and some of your podcast art. And then you did a soft rebrand closer to when you kind of were doing like a full brand, just kind of honing in and toning up. And you're not a brand strategist, but I feel like this podcast is such a great space for people to share the things that are working for them because I feel so strongly that there isn't one right way to do things based on the podcast and based on the personality. Sure, there are templates and tricks and you know things like that, but the strategies that you're using might not work for someone else. But I'd love to be able to like share those experiences that you have in a way that's like, hey, this is what I tried. And if you want to try it too, then cool. But like no pressure to do it, right? There's already enough pressure to like have millions of downloads with your podcast. So can you tell me a little bit about that first rebrand? We were looking at specifically your cover art, toning up that description for your podcast. What was kind of that thought process around that? So first of all, I love that we're having this conversation, not just because I love chatting with you, (laughs) but because of what you said and what we're all about, what we had the bonus episode about is like, don't stress it. So this is great if you are, you know, not able to afford a brand strategist right now and you're trying to think of how can I make shifts that are authentic to me, but kind of grow with me. And so that was like my overarching goal this entire time. You and I started the podcast in June of 2020, and you have to start somewhere, right? So we started with what felt right, what was my branding colors. But then as you grow and you lock into it, like when you listen to the other episodes where we were chatting about the mission and and vision of the podcast and understanding and how to filter what you're doing the podcast about, right? You fine tune these things and you want the branding of it to reflect that. And so my whole thing was, I want my branding to grow with me as a podcaster. So with that in mind, we started with some images and the branding colors that were consistent with Positively Productive to start. And I had also said, hey, well, what about if I want to change up the picture, you know, move some things around? And and you said, try to wait six months. And I was like, okay, duly noted. Mm -hmm. And I think we waited longer than that. But then it was like, I'm really big on making sure that when people see images of me, just like I think you should do on dating sites, uh, that it's a current photo, (laughs) right? That it looks like when they meet me, they're not like, oh, so that was you in middle school. Great. You know, like I wanted, I want it to be current and for people to really feel like they know me, which is a huge part of podcasting, right? So when you see photos of me, you're like, oh, yep, that was Lisa. That's, she sounds like that. She looks like that. Got it. So that was like one of my first steps. And then the other was fine tuning who I'm speaking to and what you would hear on the podcast. And it didn't change a lot, but as I go through, and I mean, if you're a fellow multi-passionate entrepreneur, you understand this. You're constantly tweaking your elevator pitch, right? 
you're constantly tweaking your bio a little bit to be like, how am I describing what I do? It's always been a personal favor to me to be like, I'm a productivity and accountability coach because you know those words, (laughs) but (laughs) I really do things differently. So as I was exploring that, I came to you and I'm like, I want to make sure it's reflected in the podcast art and I like a new photo, you know, how do we go about this? So the description itself, that's easy to do, right? You know, we're on Buzzsprout, I go in there, I could I could change it every day if I wanted to, please don't. But I'm just saying I was able to update that quickly and just make sure that we're we're on the same page strategically. And then with the photo, we actually did something I thought was really smart, which was change the minimal amount. In other words, leave the podcast art as is, but insert a different photo. That was it. And one of the things that at least I thought was really great about that is that if someone were searching for my podcast as I'm just starting out and I'm starting to grow it, right? They're not going to miss it entirely because it looks so completely different. It's just me, you know, as it was, but a little better, you know, a little more current, uh, a nicer photo, you know, I'm happier with. And I got to tell you too, that making that tiny little change, just like when you update your website or, you know, your social media or you upgrade something, it made me want to share it more. I love that. I actually was just talking to a client about something very similar in that we were looking at her stats, looking at which episodes were doing really well. And I was like, did you share this one more? Her podcast is about e-commerce and Shopify websites and things like that. And trying to get her to like share her stuff. She was like, you know, I wasn't that great over the summer sharing it. And I'm like, this one did really well. Were you sharing this one more? She's like, I don't remember. But we see that, right? With certain episodes that we're like, ooh, this one's really good. Or maybe I was on my soapbox a bit and people need to hear this. And so we end up sharing those ones more. And I think to your point, it goes to show that when you have a podcast cover art and a brand of your podcast that feels really aligned, then you're going to be more likely to share it. Absolutely. and. Over time, just like when you first start your podcast and you've listened to a lot of other ones, at least that's what I did, right? I I was a big podcast fan. And then when I became a podcaster, I had certain ideas in mind of how I wanted the content. And I also had certain ideas of how I might want it to look, but I also knew that it was important that it wasn't disconnected from my entire business brand. So again, you start somewhere where there's enough of a connection that it makes sense. Someone isn't going to look at the podcast and be like, that's part of positively productive, that's connected. You know, they're going to see that it's cohesive, but then you gently push and grow. And and that's what we did. And then once that locked in, the next thing that happened for me is that I was like, okay, we're coming up on a hundred episodes. We're coming up on anniversaries. Is this a good time to change things up again, you know, in honor of that, if you will. And you were like, yeah, we could do that. What do you have in mind? Yeah. I think that there's so much room, especially with those anniversaries. If you're like, hey, we've been doing this for a year. Let's kind of switch it up and make it more fun. And I think that that helps kind of keep it alive for you as someone who is sharing your podcast and talking about your podcast. It almost feels like, I mean, we're both married. Like when you go on like a vacation with your spouse or your significant other and you kind of rekindle that love and you get back feeling like 
I love them. It's great. You know, just kind of getting out of your normal daily routine and daily things. I think that helps. Yeah. And I know for a fact that whenever I, I take a better picture and I'm like, ooh, let me put that one out there, you know, like it, it just, it makes me feel better. But the other thing too is that as you grow into your podcast, it feels like you hit a different level and then you're like, okay, do I fit at this level? You know, and of course, there's the, I guess, both sides to it, right? There's the imposter syndrome, like, oh my God, do I even belong here? You know, and then there's the other, like, I'm talking to people and, you know, I'm top 5% worldwide and we've just celebrated over 16,000 downloads. And I'm just like, what? Who are we talking about? Like, I can't, I can't believe that that's me. I can't believe that two years later, I'm encouraging others to start their podcasts. And I remember people who inspired me to do so. So I do want to keep it going. So if you're thinking about it, if you're even on the fence right now, please do it. It's amazing. And have Alicia help. <laughs> so, you know, I kept thinking, all right, so how do I how do I next level, right? We have to keep going and say, all right, am I still fitting? And now I have this uh, revised vision because you and I meet, right? And we go over strategy mm-hmm. for the future. And so it's like, well, with that in mind, it's it's like asking the question all the time, reflecting, is the look still right for that? Does it still fit? How do I need to show up in a way that's best for me and for the podcast? I mean, we ask this as as entrepreneurs all the time, right? Like, who do I need to be? to get to that next level. It's the same thing with the podcasting and the branding. So the next change up, it was, we were coming up on a hundred episodes. We were anticipating that. And I had some ideas. I had seen some other cover art that I was like, oh, I really like kind of the look of this. And it feels, to me, it felt even more polished. And then I was also going through, I like what you called it like a soft rebranding and that I was tweaking some of the colors in my brand board. Again, based on reflection and use, I could find myself using some of them and ignoring others completely. And I'm like, why are they on my brand board if they're not part of my presentation? So let's update that. Let's clean it up and then transfer that to the new podcast art and the new look. And then at the same time, you had this phenomenal suggestion to take my business motto and add it to the title. So again, people wouldn't be missing, like they'd be looking for positively living, so they wouldn't miss it. But now it's positively living, do less, live more, breathe easier. Yeah, I think that there's so much room where we can, as podcasters, tweak things slightly. And even as business owners, like you don't have to always do a full rebrand or a full switch up everything and change all your colors, you can tweak them in minimal ways and still feel really great about it. And I didn't really plan on talking about this today, but I think that it's something that we can definitely touch on. You were talking about polishing what you're already doing and like honing in on that, right? What are some things that you asked yourself as you were doing that when you were like, huh, okay, is this aligned still? What were kind of some of those questions? It always goes back to my mission and, you know, my audience, right? Who I'm speaking to and what I want to encourage. So it's like, is the content there? We've talked about actually on your podcast, I have a process where that was honed in. So it was really like, 
is my content on point? And the answer was yes. And so then the next question was, is the look of my podcast on point and does it fit the content? That was the first question out of the gate, right? Does it align? Then after that, I was asking additional questions like, okay, so does it fit the content? Not so much. What would fit the content? Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, it's, it's okay. It fits the content, but does it fit how I want to present the content and present myself? Mm. Where am I as a coach? What am I doing? How am I presenting? It was really the question of, it goes back to that phrase that I love it. You know, who do you need to be? to show up to achieve the goals you're looking to achieve. And it was like, what does this podcast need to look like for me to feel like that next level podcaster? Yeah. And I think that that evolves with time, right? Yeah, absolutely. And also too, you ask that question and then maybe you have like dreams of, oh, I would love to have this kind of look. And then I would come to you and say, I have these ideas. And then you'd say, well, based on kind of taking the original look that you have, we could modify it this way. And we found the sweet spot. I guess that's the point that I wanted to make is that it doesn't have to be all the way to what you were envisioning, but you take that vision and you're able to see what a really great effective next step is. Yes. I love that. What is that effective next step? (laughs) Quotable. There we go. (laughs) So good. Over the summer, and this is another thing I didn't plan on talking about, but I feel like it's still important and it has to do to what we're talking about. Over the summer, you had a series of solo episodes just because of scheduling and knowing that, hey, I need to show up for my audience a certain way over the summer, quick, digestible content, because most of them are like me, where you know they're going on vacations or their kids are out of school and they have limited time. So yeah. I think this is where another part where people get kind of hung up on this idea that once you start a podcast a certain way, that it has to be that way until the end of time or until you pod fade. And that's not true. What did that look like for you in coming to the decision to kind of switch up the format for a limited time? And what did that look like? So it's interesting that something that I really love that I would now do again came out of necessity. And doesn't that happen so much in our lives, right? I am lucky enough to be in a new office now. Totally stoked about it. You can go to my Instagram and check out pictures and my highlights. I have gorgeous brand color on my walls. And it was just very exciting to do. But anyone who's gone through any kind of construction whatsoever, (laughs) any kind of building, any kind of renovation knows that there are way too many ifs. And because audio quality and content is so important. And I showed up on your podcast and spoke about that. I'm like, I'm locked in now. I have to I have to stay on point <laughs> here, right? <laughs> I set a precedent. Because of that, I knew that I wanted to hold off having guests come on. You know, I didn't want to have uh, sound issues, internet issues, who knows what issues. So I thought, well, the safest bet for me would be to do solo episodes. And now the benefit or the opportunity there is that, like you said, in the summertime, people are coming and going. It's a traditional drop-off for listening on podcasts anyhow, right? And I could do really small bites of information, digestible stuff, 10-minute, 15-minute episodes, and I could make it into a series. And it's I just, and I even had in my brain, I just, and I even refer to it as my summer solo series. 
And what I found has been so great about these types of episodes that I would sprinkle in before is that having a cluster together like that meant that I also had a group that I could then share with my clients. It surprises me how much my clients, you know, you think, oh, these episodes are for new people to get to know you. And it is, but also my clients love to listen and we talk about it during sessions. There's so many ways to apply that content. It's a great way for me as an external processor to like do the episode, to get the information out and then be like, okay, how do we spin this and create all of our other content, which I'm totally having you on my podcast to talk about. This is so important uh, not to reinvent the wheel, right? So yeah, I just I knew that I needed to back off and do something simpler for my life. And then I saw it as an opportunity to provide a different series of information. And because it was a cluster, I think it was easy for people to understand that was going to happen. I don't think people listening care that you've changed it up as long as they still feel the familiarity of you and what you're bringing. My content didn't change. I didn't change. My introduction didn't change. The length of the episode changed and the fact that I didn't have a guest changed, but that's not a huge change. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes, for sure. And I think that it's easy to, like I was saying before, get caught up on this, like, I'm doing it this way. I already locked myself in on it. I can't change it. There's no flexibility. And that's how you burn out. And that's not good. We obviously don't want that for you. Go back and listen to the bonus episode. We want you guys to be able to continue your podcast in a way that feels good, in a way that is aligned with you and your values and the way that you want to show up. And I love that you brought out that point of you weren't changing the podcast. You weren't changing the content of the podcast. You were just shifting it based on your own needs and the needs of your audience. And that's a win, right? Like everybody wins. A hundred percent. And from a productivity standpoint, and this is what I coach, is that what you're trying to create here is consistency. And so it's the showing up that's the consistency. And how you show up, you want to keep that part consistent in terms of your intention and the quality of your content, but how you deliver that it's your podcast. You get to be flexible about it. You get to play with it. And sometimes you'll try something and it will be amazeballs and you'll be like, I'm doing that again. And other times you'll do something that you thought was going to be incredible. And it's like crickets. Those are actual crickets in my office. And then you're like, okay, (laughs) lesson learned. Yes. I love that. Is there anything else that you feel like people need to know if they're at that point where they're like, you know, I want to up level, I want to figure this out a little better and and maybe come up with an actual plan that makes sense for me? What are some things that you think that people should do? So I love your advice about waiting in the very beginning, right? Giving it six months and maybe using that kind of as a guide, right? To be careful because I know I'm that person who's like, let's change the room around again. Could, would the couch fit better over there? You know, like I love to do that, but we don't want to be doing that every day, right? So that's one thing is sort of pace yourself. And I think one of the ways to do that, the second point, would be let the content drive you. You just keep asking, are you in alignment? It's the the content first. What are you offering, right? And are you in alignment with what you're doing, with what your mission is? And then does 
the branding fit that? Keep asking that question. And if you feel like big changes are happening, it's just like you know that you need a little more help or a little more grace and patience with productivity when you have big life changes and transitions. The same may be the case with your podcast. When you go through some big stuff, when you've met with a coach and you're like, okay, I have a new bio now, you know, maybe gather that stuff up and ask the question. Now, what the answer might be is, no, just update your bio and you're done. Or the answer might be, ooh, maybe it's also time to look at the podcast art and make sure we're in alignment. So those are a couple different questions, but I guess the crux of it is let the content and where you are as an entrepreneur lead that and not, don't let the colors lead, let the content lead. I love that. So you've helped me in the past with like, hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed. There's a lot going on, a lot of different aspects happening based on my own personality and how I work best, what do I need to do next? And I feel like that's applicable here for people. So can you talk a little bit about how you work with people? So that way, if someone is like, I have all these ideas, I want to do all these things, but I'm feeling a little overwhelmed, or I'm not really sure what that next best step is for me outside of the branding and those things, like that's not something you help with, but kind of just honing in those ideas. How can people learn more about working with you? Absolutely. I'd love to share that. And to your point, it's not the branding side of it, but I do understand the big picture of it. And being a fellow podcaster, that certainly helps. You're juggling all these things and you're trying to figure out which things to change and what to do. And there's also one of my just life tips in general is don't add a learning curve in where there doesn't need to be one, right? We love to change things up, but sometimes we don't need to. So when I work with clients, it is frequently that overwhelm or that I have a lot of pieces and parts and I don't know how to put the puzzle together and when to make the choice of of how I'm changing things up. And we hop on Zoom. It's really easy peasy. It's productivity and accountability. So it depends on your need. You may need one strategy call where we sit down, we take full inventory, we pull everything out, we piece it together, and you are on your way. Or what you may need is that initial strategy, and then we keep checking in like you and I have done. And that's not only amazing for, ooh, okay, it's like I have homework, I got to keep on top of this. But it's also great because just like we talked about, there's course correction that happens. You try something and you're like, mm, I don't know about that. And so you can check in, you know, in a week or a couple weeks and say, all right, how do we make those subtle shifts that are going to be game changers for us? And that's what I do on Zoom. And also with Voxer support, which is amazing. As you know, when you get caught in the middle and you're like, uh, do I have to wait till my next session? The answer is no, no, you don't. <laughs> Perfect. So where can people find you, hang out with you, listen to your podcast? Thank you for asking. Positivelyproductive.com is the main hub where you will find the podcast and links to, you know, have a free discovery call with me. But if you are a fan of Instagram and want to have some fun, please come join me at positively underscore Lisa. And you're listening to a podcast right now, whatever platform it's on, pop on over to Positively Living and you'll find me there and I'd love for you to join me. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you, Alicia. It's always a pleasure. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.